The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by real estate broker at App Properties, Agnes Hallman. Agnes, thank you for being here. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's it a pleasure. Um, I'm excited to, to share your story. We've been chatting a little bit and getting to know one another. So yeah. I'm very impressed uh, at your story so far. So uh, jumping into <laughs> it, tell me where you're from originally. I am from Berwyn, Illinois. That's my roots, and I didn't go very far from there. <laughs> you, you stayed there. I mean, that's you love being from there. I love being from the western suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That's my stomping ground. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things we were talking about was your incredible family. I want to I think they're incredible. It's so nice of you to say so. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I mean, and, and the size of the family is quite impressive. Of course. Tell I can't take credit for that, right? but I am <laughs> I am one of 14 children. I'm lucky number 13. Wow. I'm lucky to be alive, Tony. Wow, that's amazing. 14. 14. Yes. yes. Like human beings and, and two adults beings. living in one house at Perfect one time? Perfect harmony, of course. No, oh total chaos. Oh, my God. Wonderful chaos. That's amazing. Tell me what yeah. that was like growing up for those who have no, like, you know, like me, one sibling or, you know, even no siblings. Tell us what that's like to have 13 other people that have the same parents. <laughs> Um, so I've been asked this question so much throughout my lifetime and my, uh, and, and it's the same answer I just gave you, which is just wonderful chaos. Like nothing was ever perfect and that was totally okay. We were, we, we thrived on it actually. Um, my, my parents both deserve recognition for the amount of hard work that they put Absolutely. into and invested into each one of us and made time for everyone and everything. And again, nothing was ever perfect and it certainly didn't come without struggle. But um, all in all, in the end, we're one big happy family. And it's just grown since. It's just grown <laughs> since. I think that, um, you know, we've, uh, many of us have married exceptional, exceptionally well, and sometimes even uh, well above our uh, expectations. And, uh, and then, of course, we've got some amazing kids running around, too, and they're many, all like, starting to grow and blossom in their own way. Lots of, lots of weddings coming up this <laughs> summer. <laughs> lots of babies. And tell us how many are there, like, like nephews, nieces? I should you know? stop and count this, but I think the last time I counted, it was 56. That's and incredible. And that includes great-grandchildren as wow. well. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. It, it is. I'll give you that. I'm a mother of four, and that is amazing to like think. I've always told this story, you know, in my younger years, told this story just being one of the group. But yep. now that I've actually had to try and raise kids myself, it has a completely different meaning. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you can just tell from our first conversations early on, family so important to you, you know, both your family, your extended family, um, yes. but your community too, just this love you have for people. How, like, Definitely. you know, growing up, I'm sure that had just a lot to do with it to be in a loving home, right? And, and kind of yeah. almost like your mini community there because <laughs> you, you really did have 
little uh, community of your own within the That's community. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like even it's like a school classroom. Like there's cliques too. And right. you go through phases. Like sometimes you're getting along. Sometimes your best friend doesn't like you anymore. You know. Yeah. That's I had awesome. To, and sharing a room with my four sisters was, you know, I was, I'm the youngest girl. So to me, it was a dream. I absolutely loved sharing a room with my sisters. If you ask them, they <laughs> might say a little differently. Well, you are the, the youngest, so. Of course. I mean, they're going to say things differently. I wanted to right? be a fly on the wall for absolutely everything. <laughs> no, that's very, very cool. And tell me about, you know, the, the real estate side of things, because I know that you have some uh, brothers who were in the military. You mentioned Air Force, Navy. Mm-hmm. What was it for you that put you on a path, you know, from early on that like, I'm going to be a realtor? Or was that just something that came consequently later in life? Uh, this, the latter, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I always thought I'd be a nurse. No way. That's where my heart's passion was that's the path that I thought I was on even from uh, you know my teenage years I had different jobs over the years I was always in a doctor's office I I tried dabbled in different specialties um, um, just trying to figure out uh, really how I saw myself down the road and then life happened you know I met my husband we um, were married somewhat young and uh, before you knew it, the kids were coming along and I, th- I always, so prior to that, I was, uh, I was taking classes and then I decided to take a break from that. I always thought that I'd go back and finish my degree, which I actually didn't end up doing because I found the world of real estate and I absolutely fell in love with it. Really? Yes. Tell me about that, that, that epiphany, that moment, how, like, how did, how did that conversation or how did that, uh, the awareness of the industry and hmm. come to be? So I wish I had the questions ahead of time so I could think about this because now I feel like um, a little awkward about this. But the truth is, is, is this, that I, (laughs) so we had, uh, we had our second child and we had bought a home that needed a full renovation and decided that if we were renovating and tearing the place apart, because it it had been vacant for a number of years, it was in the most Mm. perfect location, but it was Mm. in horrible condition. And so we thought if we're going to tear it apart, we might as well add on because as life goes on and we Mm -hmm. need more room, it just, we knew long-term it was going to need to have an addition eventually. I mean, when you're one of 14 kids, you gotta, you gotta plan (laughs) ahead. (laughs) No, 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 no. You're like, we're going to have a big family. We have a full house as it is. We're we're good. We're solid. You're done. (laughs) We're solid. Um, so, so we ended up in a situation where things took three times as much money and twice as much time as we anticipated to get done with our project. And although now that now that I'm on the other side of it, I know that it's never actually truly done. Um, people tend to work on their home over time, which is <laughs> what you know. And we're we're part of that club. So um, so we ended up in this situation where we had some really tough decisions to make because we really couldn't afford to finish the house the way that we had anticipated. And yet we had been displaced for so long that uh, during the time that we, we had a few different living arrangements. When we started the project, we had one 10-month-old child. By the time we moved in, she was about two and a half and we had a oh, second child. Oh, my God. Yeah. It took well over a year to get, you know, from start to finish to actually be able to move back in. And then, um, so during that time, I did have a job, a job I didn't enjoy, a job that did not pay enough. And um, I ended up getting a new job. And so I started working as a real estate assistant. Oh, nice. And yeah. So that was my first introduction. 
and that went really well. And then I was asked to go get my license and that I could advance and have a, you know, work for the same company in a different capacity. And I was really excited about that. So I went for my licensing and I thought, well, if I'm at the time, there was a, there were three different levels of licensure. So you could be a, a salesperson or you could be a broker or you could become a managing broker. And so I took the salesperson's exam, and I passed first time around, and I thought, well, why stop there? So I went right in for the broker's licensing, and I passed that as well. So that was pretty exciting. Um, and now all the while, we're still working on the house. And um, I end, so that, uh, that job actually came to an end when the, the job that I was currently in, where I went to get licensed, they had big dreams, right? We all had mm -hmm. aspirations. Unfortunately, 2007, 2008, things started to shift and I got caught up in that. And they said, you know what? We have, we own, we have 54 properties on the books and we were supposed to close eight deals last week and none of them went like everything just shifted literally overnight with the work that they were doing. So the future role that I was to have was never going to be. Mm -hmm. And now that I had a license and I I had bigger dreams and plenty of time to stew over those. This was not going to work long term, obviously, mm -hmm. for either end. So I decided to look for another job. And there was a real estate office in my kind of in my neighborhood that was looking for someone to work the front desk. Mm. And so I went in for an interview for a front desk position. And when the woman that was interviewing me um, she asked a series of questions and everything was going really, really well. And I knew that she liked me and I liked it there. I liked the whole vibe. Uh, but then she figured out that I have my broker's license and nearly fell out of her chair and said, I, you are, wait, you're what now? And so I, I kind of told her my story and how that whole thing came about and what my future aspirations were. And she said, hang on a second, I'd really like you to meet our, our managing broker, which I did do. And then we had a series of meetings after that. And they asked me to come and, and work for them. And that was Coldwell Banker. I was there for about 12 and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but that's how I got started was I, I kind of, I land, I went in for a, a, literally to become a, a front desk, you know, <laughs> assistant. And I ended up working as a salesperson and I thought, but how can I do this? I like to, I'm a planner and I really like to, um, be educated. And I just felt that I didn't have enough knowledge, even though I had gone through the schooling and I had passed the test. Now what? How do you actually do this? Mm -hmm. How do you actually sell houses? How do you become... So no one teaches you that. No one, no that's one not... Yeah. That's true. No one teaches you that. You have to, you have to jump in with both feet. And once I understood that, I, I just did it. I went for it. Wow. And I worked for nine months before I actually closed a deal. And I worked every single day. I shadowed everyone that I could. I went to every meeting, every webinar, anyone that would teach me anything. I was there to absorb it. Good for you. Thanks. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, it seems like, I mean, as you're telling the story, right, you, you really got a crash course in your own development, your own place, right? Doing that, Huge. understanding that aspect of real estate on two, mm -hmm. two ends, right? Purchasing something, but then purchasing something that you have to build and, and you know, the being in transit or being, you know, in limbo, if you will. Mm -hmm. that, those are all relative experiences that you can take into what you do and, and to be sort of inspired or motivated by it, right? And then as you're learning, how did the mindset shift for you between those nine months of, you know, not selling or you're just shadowing or learning where at one end you're sitting here thinking about your life and for so long you want to be a nurse. And that has nothing to do with sales, right? Nothing right. to do with marketing. <laughs> like you're helping people still, but now you're having to put this other cap on. Yeah. How do you switch 
you know, mindsets in that? How do you get into it? It looked glamorous. You know, the big joke in real estate is that you have uh, unlimited income potential and you can create your own hours, right? right? Like, so it <laughs> yeah. sounds like a dream and it is in a way it is a dream. And I count my blessings every single day. I mean, where I'm at in life right now, I am so immensely grateful for it, but it came after a long road of you know, challenge and trial and failure and all those things that help a person grow. Absolutely. And and what did you love most about it? What kept you in it? What kept you motivated that, um, you know, you're here today? So I'm fascinated by the sales side of it. Um, and that this, I'm a salesperson, but I don't feel like a salesperson. Not, not at all. I, I love the relationships. I know that sounds cliche. No, it's like I mean, so cheesy just coming out of my mouth. But the truth is my, my thing is a personal approach. I, I take a personal approach to everyone. I want to know, no, to, it's like snowflakes, you know, no two are alike. That's what they say about real estate deals. There's no two that are alike. And that's how I feel about my people. There's, everyone's got a story. Everyone is coming from something and heading to something else. I want to know what are your goals and why are they your goals? Like, and how can I help you? Because one of the things that I see repeated is as we go through the process of either buying or selling, people will lose sight of their own goals. The drama or the anxiety, the, the all the emotion that can be, because it is very emotional, mm -hmm. all the emotion that you can get wrapped up in during the process can distract you from your, your actual true end goal. And so it's my job to help get you there, but also remind you of why you started to begin with. Man, that's, uh, I love the way you said it all. I mean, it's true. And you can tell uh, when someone means it and it's cliche, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and you can tell that everything that you speak to or about is really much rooted in this these values and uh, of helping others of, of 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 being a servant if you will to others and you know that's something I like that, that i no of course I, you know that's you really are doing it so for you in an industry where you know it is competitive and and there are uh you know people are marketing themselves and, mm -hmm. and you know being a little more salesy and, and it really has taken uh, a perception or a toll on the perception of the industry how do you navigate that remain authentic but still you know connecting with clients and still having to be that i don't want to say salesperson right but that connector yeah. of, of relationships and real estate Hmm. It's, it's an area that I struggle with, to be perfectly honest. I, I am not good at promoting myself. I am not good at asking for people to look at me, to recognize me, to, uh, but, but I am okay with asking the people that I already know that I know I have a relationship with them. They know me, like me and trust me. I ask them to just keep me in mind when they hear of someone that's looking to buy or sell again, sounds cliche, but it's true. So that's where the majority of my business comes from is from, uh, personal referrals from people that already um, you know, that I already have that relationship with. And mm -hmm. then they pass my name on to a friend or a family member that I can help. And that's truly how I see it is that I'm helping them through a process. They're going to end up with a realtor no matter what. They're, you know, this is a process that they're going to go through. What they don't know is how that realtor is truly going to impact their process. Mm -hmm. It's a relationship and you have to trust that person. You have to trust your realtor to get you to the finish line with as little amount of damage as possible. Yeah, that's it's very, very true. And, you know, one of the things that we had talked about, too, was just how um, you love your area, right? The, the Berwyn area and being from there. And it's not that you're not willing to help other people, but you really do focus a lot in that area for that mm -hmm. community. Can you tell me a little bit about just how that kind of came to be or why, 
you know, you, you, you kind of choose this. Yeah. So my, so I grew up in Berwyn and I, um, landed just a hop, skip and a jump away (laughs) in Brookfield. I'm just outside of the Brookfield zoo and I love it there. It's a beautiful, um, setting with a lot of trees and, and, um, the housing stock is amazing to me because it's so different. The variety from the 1880s all the way up to they're still building. I mean, every single decade is covered and that fascinates me. I love it. I love to see the mixture. That is pretty Um, cool. So that's that's Brookfield. And then so we skipped over Riverside in there. My children went to Riverside schools and then my office is in Western Springs. So really, if you take the BNSF uh, train line um, from east to west is really what I'm describing there, all the way from Berwyn through to uh, to the Western Springs and Clarendon Hills area. And Western Springs has, um, what is it, Paul Verant, the his restaurant out there, like one of the few in Western Springs I came to know is a Michelin star restaurant out there. So, ah. yeah, I'm a, you know, I like food. So, of course, I'm going to know a little bit about uh, the restaurant scene that I don't have access to or go to because it's, you know, fancy, a little fancy for me. I love food, too. But honestly, I cook a lot. I cook. That's one of the one of the things that I do for my family quite well is, is uh, yeah. cook quite. And my husband does too. So the the two of us together, we we it's one of the things we do. Now, and what about like the 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 restaurant scene in that area? Is it? I mean, I know that like the Western Springs has their <clears throat> their claim to fame out there, but what's it like in terms of a vibe? So I I don't go out to eat all that often. No, I, really, I truly don't. No, no we date are, nights for for you. Well, and, is it Mike, of, right? I mean, here and there, yes, Mike, yes, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um, here and there, yes, but the majority is we we I cook every day. That's awesome, that's though. Kind of my shtick yeah. at home. That's like my my pride and joy uh, to feed my children. <laughs> Absolutely no, and, and I love cooking. So I you know. Yeah, and the more I get to do it, the better. But I do like going out to eat, so I'm a little biased on restaurants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're working with people, is it like when you're sharing the area? Is it really just about the like? How do you approach that? How do you approach where someone is a good fit for a community? How do you know when like, oh, this would be perfect for you, or you know what, maybe you're not going to enjoy it here? How do you discern that when Ooh, you're working with with clients? That is a tricky question. Yeah, as a realtor, I know two snowflakes, right? Are like, well, but we have to walk a very fine line with some of the questions that we're asking. I don't think the general public really truly knows that. Yeah. But there are guidelines for what we can answer and what we cannot. Interesting. Um, so we have to be careful not to steer people or imply discrimination oh, in any way. That's a good point to bring up. Yeah. So if someone asks about schools or crime rates in certain areas, I can direct you maybe to websites that can have the data that you're looking for so you can assess for yourself if it's a match. But, you know, my viewpoint on it is this. These homes are all full, right? There's a few vacant here and there, right, that are probably in the process of selling. But these areas are, are, are well populated. And so for someone, it's a perfect fit. For someone, for someone that's moving out, it might not be right, but remember that there's a buyer that's going to be replacing mm-hmm. them and moving right into that home and feeling comfortable in that community. And I think that's such a good point that you bring up about what you're not allowed to say, because it's not like you don't want to give people information, right. but it's just important that you provide them with what they're looking for in a sense of pointing them in that direction, but they need to make that decision for themselves is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And it's all relative to their personal experience. So that's, that goes right back to what I was saying earlier about your, a personal approach. Like what is your story? Where are you coming from? Where are you trying to get to? What are your goals? And, and then I, you know, I try to help you walk through that. And it looks very different from one client to the other. I can be in the morning with someone that has, you know, goal A and in the afternoon with someone that has goal B and they could be polar opposites, mm-hmm. what is driving them. And I'm just there to acclimate and try and walk them toward their goal. 
No, I mean, that's, again, very good point, because even for me, it feels like I might ask those questions that, you know, aren't appropriate to ask. You can ask. No, I can ask. It doesn't mean you, you can, can answer anything. them, right? right? Exactly. So we just, I'm careful with my words. No, that's a very, very good point. Now, talk to me a little bit about the how the pandemic changed things for you, being that you've been in the industry mm-hmm. so long that you've saw, obviously, like everybody else, things changed, right? And the way we approached it, real estate became what it became during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. But for you, just the way that you connect with others, how did that change within the industry because of everything we went through in 2020 and 2021? I did my very first sight unseen sale during the pandemic. No way. That was kind of interesting and exciting and also nerve wracking for everyone involved. Still local? Like the people were local? Still local. Yes. Yeah, wow. absolutely. So there was a disclosure that... Um, that buyers were required to fill out before they could enter a home. And basically, in short, it said, I don't have COVID. I haven't been with anyone that has COVID. And I haven't been with anybody that's been with anybody that's had COVID. And none of us have symptoms. Well, my client was a nurse and she Mm. worked on the COVID floor. And so she very, very, very much wanted to buy a house and she wanted to do it within a certain timeline. And she she um, had several homes of interest. And yet she could not uh, she could not in good conscience sign that form. And therefore, she could not physically walk through any of these homes. Wow. So what I did was I went through and did a video walkthrough. I walked through the home on her behalf. I videotaped every square inch of it, um, just me kind of floating through the house, basically. And then I was able to send her these clips so that she could feel like she had a pretty thorough showing, in addition to the professional photography and the floor plans that you see online. But this was a more personal experience if there is such a thing through video. No, I mean, that's amazing, first of all. And I think it is, though, especially if you're doing it for her, right, that you'd be walking through and pointing things out that are important to her through mm-hmm. that interaction. How was that received? I mean, I've, it sounds like it went well. It went very well. Yeah, it really, really worked. I mean, it's not for everybody, yeah. um, but I'm also, I've done relocation in the past as well. So I have a quite a, a number of um, clients that I've worked with that I've actually never met in person, uh, buyers and sellers both. And so one of the, you know, video is not a new tool. That's something Something that we've been utilizing for quite some time. It just really blew up because of the quarantine, yeah. because of COVID. Um, but I was already acclimated, so it worked out just fine. Now, do, do you find that there are other things like that, or you know, are as things become a little more normalized or going back to normal that? That includes going back to the way a little bit of how things were. That not at all. It's it's different now. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like anybody, you know, most people I think that were working from home have no desire to go back (laughs) to the office. It's kind of like, I mean, I I have this um, amazing situation where I'm able to work from home. Um, It can be a blessing and a curse at different (laughs) times. Um, But to not, I remember the majority of the work that I do is actually with my clients, right? So, or a good number of it, I would say a good percentage. So I'm face to face with my clients or um, I'm doing the research behind the scenes. You know, it's usually, or, or the communication. It's one or the other. So most of the time I do that from my home. I, I'll do the research and the communication from my home because it's just easier to stay focused, get it done, not be interrupted, not have the background noise and, and such that a busy office would bring. Um, but I didn't realize 
how much I was going to miss having the option to go into the office. So I would go in, maybe 20% of my schedule would be in my physical office, which is in Western Springs, by the way. Hmm. And uh, But then when COVID hit and we literally couldn't go to the office, it was just no, basically the door was locked, don't come in. Uh, learn to function from home fully, I missed it very much. So wow. I'm back to, you know, thankfully I am back to a good mix of everything. You know, I, the majority of my time is in the car or in other people's homes and then a little bit from home and then a little bit from my office. Keeping your options open. Absolutely. Well, I love to move around too. I don't know. I don't think I, I, I am not built for a nine to five. I never ever was. I never pretended to be. And I wouldn't consider being a nurse, which was the other option for me, a, a typical nine to five. Oh, anyway, you're on your feet, you're engaging with the public and you're taking care of people. It's all, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it really is. It really is. So for you, what's next? What's the vision for, for you professionally, personally? I mean, the brand, what's, what's in the future for, for Agnes? Oh, I can't tell. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think eventually one day I'll have a team. I did okay. for a hot minute before. Um, it's you have you manage people. Um, that you know that's the thing that you take on when you take on a team. There's a mm-hmm. give and take, and some of the give is is managing other people. But I um, I love the idea of having a team. I love to collaborate. I don't. Uh, I I'm a people person, and it would be nice to have a, a group to kind of as like a sounding board and just uh well you can tell by my family structure as well that I'm not used to being alone I don't I don't do well um in solitude so you're definitely a people person so absolutely it, it makes total sense I can't hide it no, no, I can't no. even pretend I'm not no, no that's a great thing and I love that so you know if you're out there listening and you want to contact Agnes, but you know maybe on a real estate side, maybe on a working together side, encourage you to do so. She's an amazing person, and you can do so by filling out the form on the site, and she'll get that directly in her inbox. But Agnes, I just want to thank you, you know, for coming in, sharing your story, and just being vulnerable. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. Oh, I can't wait for the next time. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>